This is a podcast. This. This is. Where there's no Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> we D&D without Jeffrey. That's true. Dun, 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 dun. Which is dreams finally come true. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Is it? TPK. And welcome to another episode of Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, fifth Make edition. Believe Heroes, Dungeons and Dragons adventure for everyone. My Except name is the seventeen-year-olds. Yeah, apparently seventeen-year-olds are still excluded. I don't know why. It's pretty mean. Uh, I'm Paul. That's me, the Don Joan Master, and uh, we're here for part two of our tenth Make Believe Champions uh, session. Part two: the discovery of the orange Drake on Kelly. Oh, good lord, we didn't even make it. We didn't even make it a minute yeah. in this episode. <laughs> I just had to get it done. Before you had to just throw the junk out. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm joined today by some friends of mine. Hey, guys. It's Jeremy, and I play Saul. Hey, it's Felicia, and I play Miss. Misk. Mashki Shoda. Hi, I'm Dave, and I play Gedek. And I'm Michelle, and I play Mabel Mosgrove. Twigs! Mabel, also known as Twigs, Stick Lady sticks. or Twigs or whatever. Twigs. Uh, we're going to get back into some Dungeons & Dragons. We're going to find out what's going to happen with this group. But first, let me give you just a simple and concise recap. Last time, uh, Misk came to the city of Barlin's Pass in search of some news of Miles after receiving word from some mages, that, uh, from some mage friends of hers from Brightport that maybe he was here. She was walking around just asking people, hey, seen any green-skinned halflings lately with no thumbs? And <laughs> believe it or not, she, really did. um, she didn't find anyone or any news of Miles. But she did find someone who might be able to help her with a regenerate spell. Uh, after meeting a nice shopkeep by the name of Garrick Steinbreaker uh, and a strange halfling lady with sticks in her hair by the name of Mabel, uh, she was then accosted by her brother, Saul. Saul and Misk reunited, yeah. uh, heartbreak, mending or mended or something like that. Uh, they then set out looking for this shop. And they found the shop where hopefully they could find someone who could perform the regenerate spell if they could just find Miles and his darn thumbless hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Can we name this NBC? Miles, no, no thumbs. No, no thumbs. Darn thumbless hands. Uh, darn thumbless hands. Those darn thumbless hands. Let's see. What they found was a shopkeep who was disheveled, uh, stressed, trying to close. But eventually they convinced her to help them out. And she told them she could perform the regenerate spell, this Halia Lockharth. But in order to do so, she would have to have some rare water from springs of Fallen Grove. But unfortunately, she was fresh out. And the only way she knew they could get some in a short time is on the shady black market of Barlin's Pass. So while a few of them went and got some food at Rills's Rest, and uh, Mabel went up in a tree and got to know her pet piranha plant a little better, Saul told Misk what he had learned about their mother, Talia, how that she is seemingly married to Sebastian Blackfire. She is the Unchained. Our stepdad is evil. What are they going to do? But anyway, the time came around 10 p.m. to go and meet with this uh, contact in the black market where they made a pricey exchange, 50 gold for a small... I'm not calling him dad. ...pile of <laughs> uh, fresh fallen grove spring water. 
And wouldn't you know it, as the snaky little devil said, pleasure doing business with you, the door of the hut burst open and a bunch of soldiers rushed out and took them all by surprise. That is, except for two. Marie and Mabel both poofed out of existence, calling invisible before they could be noticed. Clang! The door slams of the cell that the three of you have just been shoved into. Oh, we're actually in jail. <laughs> <laughs> called it. Totally oh, called This it. is great. Inside the cell, there are still three guards. One of them steps up to all three of you and takes a small metal amulet from his pocket, holds it onto your hand, and it burns a little marking onto the back of your hand. It I stinks. can't do spell. I can't do magic. Is that what that is? Yeah, actually, you're dead in 24 hours. I'm dead at... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like the ring, but it's so the one worst. day. No, I'm just kidding. You just get this Seven little sizzling days. burn. They don't explain what it is. They just burn you and then step back out into the hallway. Mm. And standing on the other side is that large, barrel-chested, centurion-type figure again. He looks at the three of you and he says... That's the weakest torture I've ever felt. <laughs> You'll remain here until such a time as the plea keepers can see you. Now, they are very busy women, so I recommend you get settled in. It'll be at least a few days for you. Someone will be by with some gruel at daybreak. I recommend you send Barlin himself here. You're talking to a prince of the hills, and I'll be treated as such. He just completely ignores you, turns around, and walks away. And one of his soldiers stays behind, locks the door, and uh, walks out. Okay. Now, this has took a turn... I did not see this coming. I'm pretty sure that Halia betrayed us. You think? Well, I guess, where did Mari go? I'm sure she's close. So let me ask you a question real quick, Mabel. So would you have followed them? Yes. So <laughs> just for the sake of time and expediting this, we will say that you and Mari both hung back, you know, to be safe distance from them. And then she kind of like spoke to you, whispered quietly in your invisibility that the two of you should follow them. And so y'all kind of coordinated on that. You cool with that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So you guys followed them. Now, when you came up on the doorway, the gates, you being very seasoned, a very seasoned druid with a lot of experience, uh, could sense there was probably some kind of magical warding on the inside of those doors. And so you all still being very sneaky because of your Pass without a trace, which I'm assuming is still being held. I think that's what gave us so much confidence. Uh, I, yeah, I'd be planning to, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are going to try and sneak in behind them, and once you pass through the wards, hopefully you, you would have you would have to burn another invisibility spell to stay invisible. Okay. So is that what you're going to want to do? Inside the building, are there any like dark shadows, small like tables <laughs> I could hide under or anything like that? There are dark shadows. Um, it would, you're going to reach a point where you will struggle to follow them because they're going to go into halls that will lead down to dungeons and things like that. So, and there are, there are a number of soldiers around, not a lot cause it's kind of late, but, uh, if you want to not use invisibility, I will let you do some stealth checks to see if you can just sneak. I I'll just burn another spell slot. Okay. That's up to you. So you stay invisible on this side, and that lasts for how long does that last? Up to one hour. So yeah. you're in good shape. Nice. Once you're on this side of those magical wards, you turn invisible again, as does Marie, and you all follow them, and you don't come up on any more of these magical wards, and you're able to stay invisible, and you kind of hang back while they are uh, being spoken to by these guards. So now that the guards are gone, 
you are in the room with them, but they can't see you. Marie, however, told you that she was she would be hanging back for a second and that she would catch up with you, so she's not in the room with you. Okay. Okay. Are there guards in the room currently, or have they gone to like a different area of the jail? At the moment, they are not in the room with you. Okay. Now, you're kind of, it's kind of like hallways. This area that you guys came into is sort of like a labyrinth of hallways with a number of these large cells. And they have thrown all of you into one cell together. And most of the cells that you went by were empty. You might have seen a couple that looked like they had someone inside of them. But most of them were empty. So loud talking could still reverberate through these halls. And there could be guards down some of these other halls. But in the hall you all are in right now, which ends in a dead end, there is no other guard. Okay. Um, well, now that I know where they're being held, I'm going mm-hmm. to, or Mabel's going to look and see if there are any keys to any of these cells. Nice. Keys, 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 keys. Okay. You can step out and go looking around. And as you're doing that, as you're searching, let's see, what is, what are Saul and Misk and Eric doing? Saul is invest, investigating the, the cell itself looking for ways Mm. to break out of course it's pretty dark in here um there's some light but it's mostly from torches hanging on the opposite wall but as you look around there the the cell's pretty clean there it's like stone floors and there are a few of these cots probably four of them in the cell and as you look around you actually see there is someone laying on a cot in the back of the cell misc is going to be over at the like looking through the bars Mm mm-hmm and she's kind of worried about that thing on her hand, so she's going to okay. try to do thaumaturgy to the torches. Just to see if it does it? Just to see if it, you know, messes with them. She's going to try to turn them really... Um, Flicker, brighten, dim, like, or change yeah. the color? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it works. works perfectly. It fine. works? Yep, doesn't do anything. Uh, I don't know what these things are on her hands, but I can still do magic, so... Hmm. Um, I... Doesn't make any sense. It's probably just a mark so they know who we are if we escape. Yeah, maybe. Any idea, Garrick? That sounds about right to me. Um, did they take all of our gear? All your weapons seem to be gone. What about like backpacks or bags or anything else? Yeah, all of your stuff. All the stuff. Okay. They pretty is, much took all your stuff. Is Flicker in my backpack? Flicker is in your backpack, wherever that is. Someone is asleep in the back of the cell. Not sleeping, just here. Okay. Welcome to prison. Well, this is a misunderstanding. How long? Honestly, we kind of were doing... What were we thinking? Yeah, everybody's innocent in here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) In the Uh, clink. Nobody's ever guilty. I mean, I'm definitely not guilty. Who are you? My name? Oh, what's your name? I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, I got one of those right here. He holds up his hand. He's got the same mark on his hand. Mm. I don't really know what this thing does, but it can't be good. Hmm. My name's Misk. My name is Josset. Hello, Josset. Got a last name, Misk? Last name? I mean, when you're from the non hills, your name's kind of weird, anyways. Okay. Well, um, that's weird. You're I don't, right. I mean, Misky Soda. He, he sits up, and as you can kind of see him in the light, he's looks like he's a little bit of an older gnome. <laughs> Misky Soda. Misky Soda. Masky. 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 He is a he's an older looking gnome. Uh, he's got like darkish hair with a lot of gray peppered into it. Josset Lockharth is my name. Wait. Uh, huh. Wait a minute. That was Halia's uh, last name. Halia? You all know Halia? Yeah, do you know her? Know her? She's my wife. Oh. She's the reason you're in here, huh? No, I'm the reason I'm in here. I think she's the reason we're in here. She's the reason you're in here. Yeah, she said, 
I got a friend, and you can go meet him and get some water from Fallen Grove, and don't eat. He's going to be in this place. And then we talked to the guy, and then we got... Guards everywhere. You know, uh, here we are. You got caught in the sting operation. The what? The sting operation. What's that? Like undercover Barlin's army guys. Sure. Did someone try to sell you something and then arrest you for it? I, yeah. That's the same thing that happened to me. When, what, when did that happen? Hey, have I seen you around before? I've, I've been out around town a little bit. You want to shop in the center? I. Oh, with the with the toys. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. I like that. I actually try to. I like uh, carving stuff. Thank you. I like to uh, like to do that. And Halia, she's she's kind of more magically minded. She does. Any idea how we carve our way out of here? If I did, I wouldn't still be here. I've been here for two days. Mm. Two days. But if Halia Halia set you guys up to get you in here, that's. Uh, she must really be desperate. It sounds like to me that she's trying to get you out. Yeah, and she's she probably made a thought, deal with them. She probably thought you guys could break us out of here. But hey, look, you've got none of your stuff. Here we are. Well, what you gonna do? Three suckers. <laughs> um, Can I insight check him to see if he's like being honest? I mean, yeah, you can roll me an insight check. I still don't. I don't trust him. Yeah, it's an eight. Yeah. So plus nothing. You you f- don't get the sense that he's lying to you, but you don't have a great read on him. My infinite wisdom. Look, I'm just, uh, we're from, me and my wife, Halia, we moved out here from Fallen Grove a few years ago. I know that there was a real bad mess out there, but uh, there was another mess a couple years ago when this big thing, like, took out the canopy. That's actually where she lived. We've been kind of separated, not to give you my whole life story, but it's kind of going through some stuff, and I left town, was gone. And she came looking for me, found me here, and we've been kind of living here ever since. And, well, it's just needing some stuff. It's getting really hard to get rare things in the city. And uh, long story short, I got caught up in this mess, and now I'm arrested. And it could be weeks before the plea keepers take time to see us. I mean, they're just the city's overrun with people. What? Well, we haven't got weeks. Well, it's too bad you don't have someone you can call, someone to help you, or anything like that. Uh, Mabel. Yes. Why, why don't you, uh, <laughs> let's see, you're invisible. Uh, how, how f- that pass without a trace? Is there like a range on that? Let me look at it. I think, like I think there is. Feet? Yeah, 30 feet. Yeah. So I'll say that Where's they're the outside time? of the range of that 30 feet now, but they are also invisible, both of them. So here's what I'm going to do. Mabel, as you are following, I'm going to say that you're, you said you're looking for keys. You're, I'm going to say that you followed that guy who literally locked the door and walked out with the keys, mm-hmm. trying to trace him back uh, to wherever he's going to go. You follow him quietly and you get back to this room and there is a small room and there are two guards in there. One guard was sitting in there and the guy with the keys comes walking in behind him. He's like talking to him. He's like, hey, you know, I got the keys. He He's like uh, talking to him about the new people that are in there and how someone's going to need to go by and check on them once every hour or so, and that someone will need to feed them in the morning and all those things. Okay. Why don't you roll me a stealth check with advantage? So you'll roll me two D20s or the same one twice at four for your stealth. Uh, that's a 19. Okay. So you are you are one with the darkness. They have no idea that you're there. Hmm. I attack the darkness. Are you wanting to try and take the keys or something like that? Um, what did you say? Do it. Dude. Does he have the keys like on him, or did he put it on like a rack? He hung it on a rack. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to take the keys. Okay. Oh, yeah. I am going to need a sleight of hand check. Also with advantage because of your invisibility. You can do just it. Just to try and get them without them seeing it. Okay, I got 18. Okay. And 11 on the die. Okay, so plus four. So 18 plus four is a 22. Uh, nice. 22. So that is very good. Their passives are way under that. So you actually sneak over while they're talking. They're just kind of talking about like, yeah, these late hours, they suck. You know, you get sick of the grunt work. No one really appreciates us for the work we do, et cetera, et cetera. And you're able to slip the keys off of the corner and you are, you have a hold of the keys. Okay. I'm going to hold the keys really tightly so that they don't make any sort of like jingling noises or anything. Good call. And then I'm going to run back down the hallway okay. to the cell. You start to sneak back out the hallway. And as you do, both of the guards yawn very largely and loudly and then slump over asleep. <laughs> and Mari appears standing behind them. Yeah. That's my girl. Okay. And then she says, very, very good, Mabel. I almost didn't even see you grab those keys there. That's kind of the point. It is, isn't it? Um, let's um, let's see. Why don't you uh, go back, set them free. There are a couple of guards up there at the main entrance who could be a serious problem for us. I am going to slink up there and uh, take them out, just like I did these. And I will meet you all at the entrance. Okay, we'll be there pretty quickly, I think. Do me a favor. I know that Misk will probably be telling him, but make sure that Saul knows that it won't be good if he goes about killing guards from Barlin's army. I'll make sure he knows. Thank you. Don't be setting me up, bro. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. And she walks over and she like grabs another set of keys from off the wall. And then she looks down at one of the guards and then her form shifts into an exact replica of one of them. And then she turns and walks out. Off the wall. Off the wall. She gets the keys off the wall. Off the wall. All right. You, still invisible, book it back over to the cells where the three of them are talking with Josset. And Josset says, too bad you don't have someone on the outside you can call for help. Um, yeah, so as soon as I get to their cell, I'm just going to start unlocking the door. I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm there. I'm just going to unlock it and open it. <laughs> the door, you all hear the door, you hear the clanging of keys, and then the door unlocks, and then it opens. Um, I'm dumbfounded. Ah, Mabel. Ah. She's here. What? Yeah, come on, we got to go. Um, Marie's taking care of some guards near the entrance. Nice. Well, you did have some friends on the outside. Good. I hope she punishes them well. So, would you like to go with us, Josset? Yeah, I would. Well, come on. Okay, let's do it. We've got room. Yeah, uh, so there are a lot of guards. Usually it's late, so there might not be as many, hopefully. But uh, we should probably try to... We can kill them. Kill them? Probably need to find our weapons. Yeah, as soon as Saul says that, Mabel's going to take her um, staff and just kind of like shove it up under his chin uh-huh. and say, no, bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. No, bad. No, bad, bad, Saul. Smack him on the nose, spray him with some water. <laughs> you do make a point, though. We do need our stuff. Um, um okay. Still need our, our swords. Now that they mention it, you're pretty sure you saw all their stuff in that same guard room back there. Don't worry, your stuff's on the way. We'll be fine. Awesome. We cool. Head that way. Yeah, but we better be careful. Sneaky. Well, be quiet then. You're making an awful lot of noise if you're trying to be sneaky. Well, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. We should. Good work, Sticks. Yeah, I think Eric's going to cast Pass Without a Trace again. 
Okay, so you're going to uh, cast another Pass Without a Trace. Man, that's a handy spell to have right now. That is awesome. That's a good spell. You all are going to step out into the hall, and you're going to start making your way back through. Now, you're going to need to go back to where the guard room was to get your things, where there are a couple snoozing guards. And uh, on the way, let's just go ahead and have some stealth checks. And these stealth checks will be group checks, which means you pass together or you fail together. So half of you have to succeed. And you've got Saul, Misk, the two of you, and I will make Josset roll two. I got 27. I only got a 10. What did you roll on the die? A two. Okay. Your stealth is a seven, so that's a nine. Oh, never mind. I thought I had a I t- forgot about your stealth. Plus 10 extra. I don't math it, well. Makes it a 19 because of Pass Without a Trace. Pass Without a Trace is like cheating. <laughs> yeah. Really Garrick's is a plus 11, and Mabel's is a plus 14. And then I got a dirty 20 again on that. Excellent. I rolled an 8. Okay, plus 14, so 22. Okay. Very good. Awesome. Uh, Okay, he got a 26. You are one with the darkness as you slink through the halls. You do hear footsteps up ahead and quickly turn around a corner and wait. You see a guard up ahead as they turn a corner and walk down another one of the hallways in this labyrinthian set of cells. You continue forward up. And Mabel, are you still invisible? Um, yeah. Okay, well then you would have even had advantage, which I mean you don't need it, you succeeded, but you even have advantage on dexterity set or on uh, on stealth checks because you're invisible. Uh, twenty two is more than enough. You are sitting happy. You go forward, you come to the guard room, and Mabel steps in, and uh, you all step in behind her, but you can't see her; she's invisible. And there's all your stuff. You see a number of swords and hammers, assortments, bags, and things lying against the wall. You can all regain all of your equipment. Saul takes a good look of everybody's stuff. <laughs> well, all, all of my stuff is stuffed into the bag. So. Yeah, yeah. Does Garrick have any weapons on the outside? Uh, not on the outside. They're they're all kept in the bag, also. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. I see. Yeah, he does have a. He's got a way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You all grab your things, load up. Um, Flicker sticks his head out of your bag, Misk. Sorry about that. <laughs> I can't help it if they <laughs> threw you down. They they put us in a cell, okay? He you sticks his head back a, in the bag. Oh, great. <laughs> he really has been missing me. Okay. You all have your stuff. Okay. There is, uh, if I remember correctly, it's been a couple of days. You guys just saw it. There's another floor up from here, right? And then another staircase that leads up to the exit. Right. Marie should be knocking them out. Let's just poke around the corners and well, yeah, let's, make sure that's the case. Let's just be quiet and careful and sneak up. Uh, the second floor, it was around the same time, I guess, it was at night when I got arrested. Uh, my guess is that the second floor probably has a few more guards, but we'll see. Hmm. Well, hopefully she's got it cleared out for us. Let's go. Let's go. All right. You all step back out in the hallway. And by the guard door is the staircase that leads up to the next floor. Cool. Okay. You're in basically the the second basement. You're going to go up to the first basement. And then the next set of stairs you go up will be on the main floor. And you guys are actually underneath the Castle Javelin, one of the main towers in the center of Barlow's Pass. Hmm. That's not good. Now, you go up the stairs. You reach the top of the stairs. And there's a, it's a large opening that leads out into a large hallway. I'll say hallway. It's more like a room. It's very wide. And there are doors on both sides. 
I'm going to need stealth checks right here. Okay. So go ahead and give me stealth checks all around. Uh, you said I have plus 11 because I've passed without a trace. That is correct. So that would be a 30 for me. Holy cow. Yeah, I got 31. Excellent. I got a nat Did you roll 20. A, oh, you got a plus Oh, nat, nat 20. 20. So 37. Josset got a 16. That's all. I rolled a 5. So you have a 22. Saul's 12, 22. Excellente. All right. Wow. Saul cannot sneak today. Well, I mean, you got a 22. Yeah. <laughs> but Saul can definitely tell he's off his game, and he's very thankful for that spell. You all are, I mean, you're quiet, and it is dimly lit down here. It's not like bright halls. I mean, there's no fluorescent lighting. It's just some, some torches on the walls. And uh, as you step out, one of them actually kind of flickers, and it gives you some darkness to slink over against the wall. Now, they're on your right side of the room, or I'm sorry, on the left side of the room, there are two doors. Both of them are closed. There are four pillars in the room, like spread out in the center of the rooms around the hall, around the room. There's like four equidistant from each other in the room, holding up the ceiling in this basement. White pillars, white stone pillars, white stone halls. You're now back to white stone, whereas everything was just kind of like dark rock downstairs. And on the right side, you got the one door. It is closed. You sneak past it. The other door, however, is open. Who's in the front? I'll tell you what. Who got a 31? Okay. So, Mabel, since you have the best score and you're invisible. I got this. Oh, you got an at 20. Yeah, but that's true. But I want Mabel and your to be your stealth is a plus 17, so you would have a 37. Yes. Which is ridiculous. I know. Sick. But Mabel is but invisible. Mabel can get in front. It's fine. And we'll say that you're right behind her and that, because you can't even see her. <laughs> She's invisible right now. <laughs> Mabel I'm just steps. on to her head. Okay, yeah, you just kind of reach over. It's like, uh, I think I hit a stick. Got a hand on a stick. Splinters. Get a splinter on accident. So you get yep. bitten by a piranha plant. Oh, my God. Yeah, the piranha plant's definitely up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, something. The piranha plant's just that? looking at me as you walk yeah, forward. It's turned around looking at me. You step up into the door and you look inside, and you can see that inside the room there are, it's kind of like a, um, it's like a, the best way I could describe it, it's like a break room. There are vending machines. Quick glance, vending machines. The you one know, vending machine with yeah. like the weird food in someone's, it. Someone's got a Nintendo 64 <laughs> hooked up to an old CRT nice. TV in the corner. No, I'm just kidding. There you go. <laughs> uh, you see four four soldiers sitting down with their helmets off eating, and you see another soldier like uh, at the head of the table, and he's he's got like thicker armor, full regalia. He reminds you of the the guy who arrested you all. It's not the same guy, but he looks like he would be of a similar. Uh, rank and so big dude older guy helmet off also they're eating and they're talking about something amongst themselves sir walking past that break room you walk past that door you will definitely be in their line of sight right here so mabel can see that um, question is does hmm. she communicate it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'll look behind and uh, see misk and you know i'll whisper really quietly uh -huh. all the guards are in that room Unless you can all go invisible, we probably need to find another way around. Can you can you guys see in the dark if it gets pretty dark in here? I I can. Um, I don't think I. I was thinking yeah. thaumaturgy and make every all the lights go really low. I can cast darkness over the door. I can just grab onto somebody's shirt tail. <laughs> <laughs> I can cast darkness over the doorway. Okay, she has thaumaturgy. She's asking if she could use thaumaturgy I was gonna, like, to make the torch dim lights the go really low. Yeah, I'd say that you could do that. I'm going to need a roll to see how well it goes. goes. 
Okay, and you can. We'll just add your spell attack modifier. So it's a plus eight. Oh well, it goes. So go ahead and roll me a, a like a spell attack roll, basically with thaumaturgy to see how. Because this is this is to see how, if you can do enough of them at once to to get the effect. I got a nineteen. Okay, plus a plus eight. Plus eight. Hmm. So yeah, you could do that. Uh, you managed to bring the lights down dim enough that that, that you all can quickly skirt through maybe on the other side of the room away from the door yes because you're all very very quiet there's no sound getting their attention and none of them are looking quite in your direction uh so i'm gonna need another stealth check and i won't make you roll i was gonna make you roll disadvantage but since you've got the lights going down it'll be normal yes 21 for gear okay oh no oh, oh no it's okay it's a, i got it's a, that one it's a group check remember Okay, Josset got a twenty nine. <laughs> I will say, Misk has is the character that I've played that has rolled the most nat ones, mm. like ever. Saul. Oh, nine. Nine plus plus seven is sixteen. Plus ten is twenty six. Do I get to add with a nat one or a nat one just kill it? It's a crit fail, so <gasps> you definitely fail. Don't but say that. Uh, what about uh, Mabel? Crit fail. Twenty eight. Yeah, everybody else succeeds. <laughs> so Misk. Miss like stumbles. Yeah, she's like over there feeling really good about the thaumaturgy mm-hmm. and everything getting dark, and she like you fall, trips, <laughs> you smack the ground. But because of the pass without a trace spell, it's it's it. still quiet. Like it's still like, and they all look at you like, Ow. oh crap. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Gets up. You get up. That was really embarrassing. You all sneak past them. There's a staircase on the other side. You go up the staircase. Sneak it a sneak. You are home free. Except at the top of the door, there is a door, and it is shut and locked. Oh, man. Marie ain't up there? Oh. You don't see her, but there is a locked door. Do we burn it down? Do we burn it? Burn the whole place down. That's my specialty. Um, I'm going to inspect the lock. Is it something pickable? It looks... It's definitely a, an involved lock. Um, you could maybe pick it. Great. But there's a solid chance you will break your lock picks if you don't do it just right. I don't see me really getting through this, guys. Uh, Mabel, do you still have those keys on you? Yes, I do. You can check them? Yeah, I'll check and see if any of the keys fit. Doesn't look like it. This looks like a special key. The keys in the in the cells, they all look pretty similar. You know, they're just kind of like long with like the two teeth. Mm-hmm. Slightly different shape. This one looks like it's got teeth on both sides. It looks it's it's definitely a more advanced lock. How many guards were in that room? There were five guards in that room. So can I maybe like detect thoughts or something on the guards? Maybe you can. Mm-hmm. Maybe they know how we can get okay. out of here. Okay. Okay. So you want to you want to slink see. down closer to them again? Yeah. You can read the thoughts of certain creatures. You could disguise yourself as a guard or a captain. Go talk to them. Try to persuade them to open the door for you. Could. You also currently have an invisible lady still with you. So let's go ahead and do the detect thoughts and see if you can figure out where it's at. Uh, as an action, you can focus your mind on any one creature you can see within 30 feet. So you got to slink down and kind of like look around the corner and look at them. That's it. You detect their thoughts. And a couple of them. Uh, are complaining in their mind about having to work this late shift that really sucks and they hate it and never get the appreciation they feel like they <laughs> Seems deserve. Seems like a theme. One of them's thinking about his cat and he misses his cat at home. Aww. Hopes that the cat's okay. Miss Pat's flicker. One of them is thinking he should have brought turkey instead of corned beef. I'm just like moving across from him. No, no, no. One of them no. is thinking about... Uh, no. He's thinking about his... He's got an interview tomorrow for a for a new position. He's really hoping that he gets it. And then the big guy, the centurion, is over there, and he is thinking about 
how much he hates these guys that he's got working under him and how worthless they are and how that he wishes he doesn't understand why he got stuck with these losers uh and he is fiddling in his pocket nervously as he does that a key and in his thought it crosses his mind i gotta get over i gotta stop doing that because there's a jingle 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 constantly in his pocket you know it's like when you got two things in your pocket that make noise and you keep fiddling with it and you know it's the key to that door okay big guy's got the key in his pocket and he hates his friends he actually has none of them are his friends he he does not like working with them at all uh but yeah big guy's got got the key so we kill the big guy and take the key Okay, no, we we should not kill the big guy because if we do kill the big guy, we are going to get attacked. She's right. We we can't kill any of these people. I have the ability to cast sleep. Could your invisible friend sneak in and get it? Oh, yeah, that's better. He has the key in his pocket. Well, that's hard though. It's in his pocket. Uh, I didn't say it was going to be easy. I'm just saying, what 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 do we do? Okay. Here? I like the idea of sneaking in better. Saul can cast sleep, is what he said. Can you cast that on that many people? Uh, yeah. So the way it works is you cast it and he would roll, I think, 7d8s. That will be the the accumulative hit points of everybody in the room. And however many, he can spin them all up until they're gone and knock that many people out. So if they had 10 hit points and he rolled 50 on the dice, he then he could knock them all out. People. That's right. So he doesn't know how many hit points they've got, etc. But um, that is what we're looking at here. So... Did Saul say that he could pass or cast sleep on them? He did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mabel's going to push his lower back mm-hmm. and tell him to go get the key then. <laughs> Do the sleep. Um, Give it a shot. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a plan. Sticks, you might want to be ready to go in there and grab the key after I cast the spell. Yeah, I got your back. Okay, I'll follow you. Okay, so you can cast it in that room. And I need you to roll me seven d8s because you. Or if you, wait, you're going to do it at second level. Yeah, I'm going to do it as as most powerful as I can. Yeah, so second level. So that'll be seven d8s. Here we go, everybody. Fingers and toes and everything crossed. Let's hear it. Oh my goodness. Twenty-six. That is twenty-six. Awful. It's not going to be good. Not the best I've ever seen. So that is enough to make two of the smaller guards go to sleep. <sighs> oh. How many other guards are in there? Three. Two small so, ones and a big boy. Three. Do they uh, do anything when they fall asleep? Two of them yawn, lay over their head, and go to sleep. One of them's the cat boy, and the other one is the one who's complaining about the sandwich he brought. He didn't like his lunch anyways. Mm-mm. But no, they don't say anything. It's like their break, so they're just like... Pfft. Okay, so Mabel is going to reach into that reddish bag that she has okay. on her left hip uh-huh. and pull out a little furry ball and throw it inside the room. Interesting. Okay. And that ball is going to turn into a rat. Okay. That's a rat. I'm going to tell the rat to climb up the pant leg of the big guy that has the oh key my to try to like chew through his pocket or something. And get the get the key out. You want yeah. the key to it. fall out of his pants. Yeah. Okay. The rat crawls up the guy's pant leg. And the guy like sits up straight and looks around. And he's like, uh, uh, there, uh, uh. And he starts like jumping around. He's flopping around. He's standing. He's kicking his leg. Okay. He's smacking his leg. He's wearing like heavy armor, uh, but he, so he can't really get to his pants. You know what I'm saying? And he's like smacking and he's like, ah, something. And he's yelling. <laughs> and uh, the rat is is up in there 
and he is chewing on the pocket trying to get to the key as we speak. What is Miss going to try to do? Miss is going to disguise self right. as a guard. Okay. And run down there. Try to help him out. What is going on? What is there? What's There's going on? There's something in my pants. What is There's it? There's something chewing on my leg. She's it's, gonna, a, it's, it's, it's a rat. She's going to take a dagger. I don't think I have a dagger. I think I gave it to somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, what is it with everyone in the show giving their daggers away? <laughs> I'm certain that you have something. Why do you Why do you need a knife? I was going to like cut his pants right there. And it's, try covered to help. In, it's covered in like chain mail. So like, it's, it's going to be hard for you to cut his pants. It's under his armor. You can't get to it. Cut his whole leg off. Oh, you cut his whole leg off. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, what, is in, what is in your pants? I don't know. I don't have any food in there. There's a rat. Get it out. <laughs> He's like flopping around. The other two guards are like, uh, what, 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 uh, what do we do? Maybe it's like, in your pockets. He's, he's like digging into his pocket. He's, he's, he's digging into his pocket. He starts yanking stuff out of his pockets. The key flies out of his pocket and lands on the ground. It's your go. Away. Mabel's going to see that and run in to grab the key. Okay. Give me a uh, give me a sleight of hand check So with advantage. While she's doing that, Misk is going to start hitting that guy's leg. Mm-hmm. Like acting like she's helping him. Kind of okay. keep the attention off of Okay. Else. Okay, I got an 18 on the dice. Okay. Now, pass that trace doesn't affect that. That's awesome. But you have it, you got a plus four. So that's a 22. So even without pass that trace, it's plenty. And while he is distracted, smacking his legs and kicking and freaking out, and the other guards are like trying to figure out what to do, you grab the key and make it out. And so Misk is just going to slowly back away as he's still getting attacked by the rat. What happens to the rat? On my way out, I tell the rat to come and follow me, leave the guy alone. Okay, so the rat comes out, but he is so freaked out and, like, losing his mind <laughs> that they don't really notice when the rat comes out and the rat escapes. Yay. Now that was awesome. All right. <laughs> that, that was Good awesome. Job. I'm going to give Mabel advantage, or, uh, inspiration, inspiration for that. That was a great nice. idea. Great idea. Miss is going to stay as the guard. Nice. Okay. You stay as the guard for now. Okay. Uh, you, you slink out, and you all go back up the stairs. Mabel, you have the key, and you can easily unlock the door. The door unlocks. You step out into it. And you are now at the on the main floor in the same room on the back side of the tower that you that they were escorted into that, that you and Marie came into. Uh, and there is the doorway that you came through with the magical wards. And you can sense them ahead, and you know that when you pass through that door, your visibility spell will cease to work. Um, in this room... What you've got here is you've got about a 60-foot room. It is white stone. Uh, there are, like, runners on the ground leading from that door to that door up yonder. In the middle of the room, there's a large statue. The statue uh, is looks like a big burly guy with a big beard. It's a golden, like, gilded statue. If I don't think any of you would recognize who it is, but it is obviously of someone very specific. There's a plaque at his feet that say his name if you pause to read it. I do. Okay. You step up and you pause to read the plaque, and it says, Lord Gulric Barlin, founder of Barlin's Pass. Hmm. Hmm. And then up by the door, there are two stone, like, suits of armor. What a weakling. Uh, on either side of the door. <laughs> Where, where's where's uh, Marie at? Where's Marie? Obviously not here, huh? Marie! We need to get out of here. Sticks, do you care to check outside and make sure we're good just to go out? No. As soon as I do that, I won't be invisible anymore. You pass without trace is going to end, too, if you go out that door. Not that it matters here so much. So basically, we make a break for it, huh? Send the new guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Josset. Uh, 
Okay. Well, you know, I am pretty sneaky here. Let me let me step up here and take a look. And he walks forward. He passes over to the other side of the big golden statue. And when he does, he stops. He goes, ah! And you all feel a burning sensation on the back of your hands. Mm. Oh, no. There is a sound as the doors behind you Crap. are covered as a stone slab slides down slowly over both of them and the door in front of you. Hmm. Well, that's what the sigil was. And then you hear more stone grinding on stone as the two stone suits of armor up against the door come to life and begin moving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> then you hear a metallic creak as big gold boy in the middle of the room shifts, <laughs> brings up a gigantic axe in his hands and starts walking towards you all. Great. All right, then. Let's roll initiative. Roll initiative. Initiatizing. I have a total of 10. All right. I got eight. Those are not high numbers. No. I got a 16. Eight. Saul with a 16. Miss got a 12. Okay. I'll roll for Josset, although I'll just tell you, he ain't going to be much help. Probably gonna be more of a hindrance than anything. We'll use him as a weapon. Okay, here we go. And the first person to go will be Satsaurus. Saul, you are um, about five to ten feet away from a big old gold boy in front of you. About thirty feet away from you, on the other side of the room near the doors, are two stone figures. Uh, Josset is about halfway between gold boy and the stone figures, and I'm assuming the rest of you are still kind of back behind Saul. I'm going to straight up engage gold boy right away pull out my rapier and set it on fire. Okay. Flaming rapier. Hopefully you can melt. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try poking a golden statue. Okay. You're going to try and stab the golden statue. All right. So your Palor marked rapier gives you, uh, well, it's a magic weapon. And also you get an extra 2d6 fire damage with it, right? Yeah. Well, the problem is I rolled a three. So that's only 10. Terrible. A 10 is definitely not a hit. You're going to miss with the first one. And do you you don't have extra attack, do you? No. Kjorg's not in this no. game. No. You've got two weapon fighting. So I do. Try I to attack. Could, could go dagger as well. That beats nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's dagger Venrea. Well, you know what? You can't because you already used your bonus action. I did. I used it to light my sword. To light your sword, so yep. That that's okay. Uh, in that that's case, pretty much that, right? I'm gonna disengage and kind of circle circle away from him. Well, he he is not. Well, no, you'd have to step up into his into his reach. You can't disengage uh, without a bonus action. So bad. Now that you are up in his biz, like he's probably gonna have a hit on you if he wants it. On his next turn. Cool, cool, cool. That's pretty much going to be it for you this turn. I'm going to die. <laughs> That's fun. This is going. This is not going to end well. That was a bad. Th that was a bad way to start. Um, especially since now it's his turn. I pull out my sword and show it to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is going to go well. Look what I got. You pull your sword out. You show it to him. You, you swing it toward him. You stab, but uh, he, he he actually moves a little quicker than you would think, and he kind of shifts, and it misses. And then he clink, clink towards you another step, and he holds up his great axe, and he is going to swing it down at you. Oh, no. First, 
Drama class. 16? 15. Oof. First one is a hit. This is going to get ugly quick. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, it's only 10 bludgeoning damage. 10 bludgeoning damage. I hellish rebuke him. Oh, okay. Go ahead and hellish rebuke him. <laughs> I'm going to do it at second level. Do it. 3d10s. Okay. 18 total fire damage. It's a pretty good hit. I mean, he's taking it like a champ, but pretty good hit. All right. 18 flame licks up around him. Burn him down. Uh, he doesn't react in any way because he is a golden statue. Keep your golden statue off of me. It, it's like a golden <laughs> fire, and it kind of like burns a little bit around the gold as he is like creaking back and then bringing his axe down towards you again. I'm going to turn you into coins. Armor class is 16. That is another hit. So you're going to take another. Be nice to me, Paul. Ooh, this one's worse. This is 15 bludgeoning damage. We used to be friends. And I'm actually going to need a constitution saving throw. What? Yep. How you figure? <laughs> How you figure? Constitution? Dun, dun, dun. Oh. I rolled it to give me a result. Uh, it did me. It's a natural 20. Oh, natty 20. Natty 20. Yeah, so, boy. So, with a natty 20, I hit not him. only do you not fall to the effects of his attack, I'm going to say that you are immune to that specific effect going forward. Oh, cool. That's the end of his turn. Bad thing is, we don't know what the effect is, so look out, guys. Misk. Okay, so, question. Is there any uh, anything laying on the ground around us, or is it pretty, like... It's clean. So there's nothing laying on the ground. There are some, like, tables on the other sides of the room with, like, some vases and things like that. Probably a couple of those. There might even be, like, a couple suits of armor in the room, just regular suits of armor. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. How big would you say they are? Like the normal size, <laughs> human size. So medium. Would that be medium? It would be medium. So there's two of those and a few vases. Okay, so I'm going to use... Uh, Animate objects. Animate objects. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Fifth level spell that I just received. Cool. And so I get, you said, two suits of armor. Yeah. So mediums Medium count as two. Medium is two. So, so that's, that's four. four. And then you said two vases. Yeah, we'll say there's like, we'll say there's three vases. Okay. Okay, so just those five Those are things. tiny. Okay, yep. that's fine. So actually that's four, five, six, seven. Yeah, We're bed seven. knobs and broomstick in this thing. Yes. You might You might have something in your pockets or something you could throw down. Tiny things. What does Misk have in her pockets? String or nothing. You got a, a knife. <gasps> I throw the knife in there. Okay. I, I throw everything in my pockets. Okay. <laughs> you throw a knife, no. granola bar. I got some shark teeth. <laughs> shark teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you throw down a couple shark teeth. Okay. So, so uh, 10 objects. Yeah. Um, there's like a bunch of tiny ones. Yeah. And then there's two medium ones. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. And then let's see. Bonus action. Probably bardic, bardically. <laughs> uh, well, gonna bar if you're going to use them to attack, that's your bonus action. I can't do it. So no, I can't a... use them this turn, I don't think. Why? Can I bonus action use them this turn? So this is an action. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. cast a spell. Yeah. And then with a bonus action, you can command them oh, to do something. I was just thinking that you had to cast on, then you can use them next spell. Or next turn. Nope, they can attack right now if you want them to. I'm going to make them attack. Okay. First thing I'm going to do, there are one, two, three, four, five tiny objects. Yes. And two. The tiny them. objects are all going to roll to hit. That's And what are they hitting? When all that stuff's standing up, I'm going to be like, what's happening? They're going after one of the smaller guys. Okay. So the first one's a hit. There's more of them. Second one's a hit. 
Third one is also a hit. Wow, they have a really high bonus to hit. That one is... Let me just double check. That's close. So the the tiny ones will probably all go for one of the guys. That's also a hit. That's not a hit. <laughs> and that is a hit. So four out of the five hit. They're, for all the going for, they're all going for the tiny. All the tinies are all going after... One guy. One guy. Okay, so I need four D4s plus four. I can do it here if you want. Or you can this roll is it. OP. Roll me 4d4s plus 4. Are the two medium guys going to attack the big one? The two medium ones uh-huh. are going to go after the other The other guy. little one? The yeah. other smaller one? The stone yeah. dude? Yeah. Okay. So the two mediums. And they are going to roll the mediums. They have a smaller bonus to hit. Do they? That's a hit. They do. <clears throat> That's also a hit. Wow. They both hit. They rolled both rolled, rolled over What's 20. their... Uh, 2d6 plus 1. So, 3, 4, 5. 5, five roll, damage. Roll it again, twice. Or, uh, this is the last one. 6. 7. So, 5 plus 7? Yep. So, 12 damage. That's a new spell, guys. Okay, so basically, everything she threw on the ground plus the vases, they all come together, <laughs> come to life. Teeth. They levitate across the room and start <laughs> jabbing into one of these stone figures. And then the two suits of armor cross the room and start whacking the other one with the source they have in If there. you look, the um, little stuff, they all have little bitty, like, they don't have, like, hands, but they have, like, little bitty nubby arms and then oh, nubby, nubby feet. <laughs> and then uh, they're also, there's, like, a faint golden glow around all of my little creatures. All right, Garrick. Yeah, it's your turn. So excited. I believe Garrick is going to kind of look at the situation and then turn into a large uh, brown bear. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) What? Turn into a large brown bear. Okay, so you use an action to wild shape, right? So then is that all I'm able to do then this round? Pretty much, unless you have a bonus action you could do. The only bonus actions that I'm seeing that you can do are Shillelagh, which won't help you right now. Um, and then Healing Word. And Saul's been hurt, so you could use that on Saul um, if you want. Ow! I, uh, I'll probably do that then before I turn into the bear. Yeah, that's what you would have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's a... Uh... Is that a level one that I can do that at, or can I do that higher? You can do it all the way up to level five. So it's a level one spell, but every time you go up, you add a D8. So level one is one D4. I'm sorry, I said D8. Level one is one D4 plus two. Level five is five D4 plus two. So how hurt does Saul seem to be? Not crazy hurt, but you know, bleeding. Ooh, I'm halfway there. I'll probably do that at the level three then. Okay. So go ahead and roll me three D4s plus two. Ten total. Ten hit points go back into you, Saul. Nice. You're welcome. Woo! Says. Here. Uh, now you're thank a bear. Thank you, bear friend. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Your turn will end right there. Now it is Mabel's turn. Mabel. Come on, Mabel. And Mabel's still invisible, right? You are. Okay, she's going to reach into that red bag again. Okay. The little fuzzy ball she's got is kind of uh, pale looking. She tosses it into the middle of the room and it becomes a lion. What is happening? Amazing! Sure it does. Of course it does. It becomes <laughs> I love a it. lion. Okay. Who is this woman? Saul is so confused. <laughs> let me pull up some, uh, some. Uh, let me see, the monsters here. Pull up a lion <laughs> stat. <laughs> does it uh, operate on your turn, right? Yeah, it, I, can, I think I can still take actions, but then the lion is like another thing I can command to take actions on my turn. Yes. So it takes an action to pull out the fuzzy object and throw it. 
So you've done that, and now you have a lion. But you can use a bonus action to command it. So you can still command it right now. So I'm going to say it, it'll, it'll, it'll go right after you. Okay, so what exactly can a lion do when it's attacking against stone or metal so statues? So it's biting and clawing is what it does. Um, so that's that's what it does. So it can it can make a melee attack, either trying to bite it or claw it, bite it being a slightly stronger attack. Yeah, I'm going to command it to try to bite the arm of the gold statue to try to get the axe out of its hand. Oh, cool. Okay, it also has something, something called pounce, which is if it moves, if it runs forward 20 feet and jumps on it, then it has to make a save and it can be knocked prone. So we'll just do that. Okay. And if it fails, it'll drop the axe. Cool. Because it's pretty big. It's not actually going to fall down. And, I mean, strength is pretty good for it, but it's also going to make an attack. So it's going to go ahead and, and roll an attack roll against it. Okay, that is a 15 plus 5. So that is a non-natural 20 to hit. I'm rolling really well. <laughs> uh, I may need to change dice when I'm talking to the bad guys. So he's going to make a strength save. Let's use a different die. Strength for big boy. That is... I rolled the same thing. Uh, You're let's cheating. see. Literally... Literally rolled the same What is his strength? I expect it's probably thing. pretty good. Oh, it is oh, pretty good. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it succeeds, so it doesn't drop the axe. But it is going to take some damage, so I'll roll the damage here for a D8, which is going to take... Turn into coins. It's actually a little bit lower than that, but it's only going to take, like, three damage. Hey, that statue has gold ears. <laughs> uh, it does. Okay. Uh, and is that the end of Mabel's turn, I suppose? Uh, yeah, that's the end. Okay. The first stone dude is going to go. He is going to attack the little things that are stabbing it. Try and stomp on them. Uh, so, let's see. This is crazy. The, there were how many? Five? The room came alive. Saul draws his sword, and then there's a bear, a lion, and tiny pots and things fighting them. <laughs> what? There's okay, three one, vases and two shark teeth. You hit the first face and miss the second one. So, the first one, uh, that's eight damage on base number one. He misses with the second one. And it's, that's where it's going to have to end. It's turn. <laughs> and the other one is going to try best. and attack the two suits of armor. <laughs> uh, same thing. One is a hit and one is a miss. And the medium ones have 40 hit points. Nine damage. No, that's not right. Nine, oh, and I'm wrong on the first one, too. It is. Gee whiz. Miss just showed up with What did I say was the first one? Eight. So it's actually 12. And this one is 13. Yeah. Um, one of the suits of armor takes 13 damage. So they're pretty locked up right now. Okay. Um, that is now back. Well, actually, it's Josset's turn. Josset is going to hide. <laughs> Probably a good plan. He, success, he successfully does so with a dirty 20. He is hiding. Nice. He has no weapons. It's not going to be much yeah. use against some stone dudes or gold dudes. All right, Sotsaurus, it's your turn. Going right back at it. Big dude right in front of you. All right, let's do it. Flaming sword. I want to do flaming this. sword stabbing, stab flaming sword stabbing, stabby Stab stabbery. Huh. Mm. I'm so good today. Well, that's a sixteen, and that meets. Ooh. So you Ooh. hit him. Roll me one d8 plus five first, because I need. Well, actually, you know what? It doesn't matter because it's a magical weapon. It's all going to do the same. So I need one d8 plus five, and then two d6 plus nothing. 1d8 plus 5 and 2d6. A 9? 9. Plus 5, plus you said? Plus 5. So 14 damage. Yep, 14 total. 
Now wait a minute. Oh, um, I have a lion there with sneak me. attack. Yeah, boy. Yeah, sneak attack. Yeah, boy. What am I at? Six. Go ahead and roll me some sneak attack damage. Eleven. Okay, another eleven damage. I can't wait to have your golden ears. Uh, what about at that offhand? You do anything with that offhand? Hmm. Dagger Venrea. Okay. Go ahead and make a roll. Definitely not my shield. <laughs> Using no shield. Seventeen plus seven. Oh yeah, boy. Okay, that's a hit. A D four plus six. Three plus six. Nine. 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 I'm chipping away. Damage. Chipping away. Okay. Let's All go. All right. See you end of your turn. That's it. I'm done. Big boy's turn. He didn't like that. So. Slice and dice. He brings that sword uh, axe up again. He's going to swing it at you. No, he surrenders. Swing it at you twice times. One of them is a miss, I believe. 13 miss. Yep. The other one's a 28. That gets a hit. Uncanny dodge. Wow, it's actually not that great. 9 plus 6 is 15 damage. Uncanny dodge it. I'm going to half it. Okay, so makes it a 7 damage. Misk. Hello, it's me. It's your turn. I'm here. Squishy up here. I remember, you use a bonus action to command them, right? Right. Okay, so I'm going to run up next. Um, I figure we're all kind of still close. You can get up close with them. I'm going to run up toward that golden one. Okay. And I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt at uh, fourth level. Watch where you're aiming that thing. Okay, fourth level. So it's a deck save. Okay. I will tell you he has advantage. Why? Because he has advantage. Because he's metal. But... His dexterity is not good. <sighs> What's your save? 17. He got a 16. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He got a 16 and a 5, but his it's dexterity is a negative 1. Uh, so he got a 15. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, he fails. Go ahead and roll me the demiage. Oh, really know how to do that. It's 96. Did you say 96? No, I said 96, so, Alan. 31 damage. 31 damage 31. on the big guy. That's pretty handy. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Let me just and say. It's basically half my life total. They all going to attack again? They're all going to attack. <laughs> okay. So... The vases. The vases will go. There are five little guys. There's three vases. Yeah, three, five tinies. Okay. Two medium. The tinies are all going. Let's see. We gotta what have paper out. It's a plus eight. To remember what all we have. No. Yes. No. No. And yes. So two of them hit. Okay. All right. So we're gonna be two d fours plus four. Three. Three plus four. So seven. Seven. Okay. Eleven. And this is against the, the one guy, guy on the left. Okay. I'm just saying left. Takes it, and then the other two are going to attack. Not so good. They both miss. Daggone it. Yeah, unfortunately. The end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. Garrick. Get him. All right. Um, Garrick is going to... Uh, Stinking bear. Go after the stone column with these smalls. Aha. Uh-huh. He's going to start with the bite attack. Okay. So it's an eight, so that's a total of 14. That's a hit. All right. That was an eight. Plus wow. four. Wow. So 12. Good hit. Wow. wow. All right. You want to do another again? All right. For the claw attack, that's oh. a two. Ah. So that's an eight total. Yeah, that'll be a miss. Did you get him pretty good on that first attack, though? Let me just say. Assume that's the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Mabel. Uh, Mabel is going to cast Heat Metal oh. at third level on the oh. gold statue. Okay. Ah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mabel is here to play. Third level. Okay. Got to make a save, right? Um, no. No, it doesn't it, make a save. It just happens. 
Yeah. Holy. This is an interesting D&D situation where I have to figure out what to do because he is metal. Uh, I guess we'll just turn him into <laughs> molten gold here. He's just turning hot. He's just heating up. He's like, who turned up the heat in here? Uh, I mean, it's basically, I'm just going to call this automatic damage. Okay. So it's the... 3d8s. Roll me 3d8s. 15. Chewy. Y'all are wailing on this guy. Okay. 15 damage. And with heat metal... Automatic damage. <laughs> if it doesn't drop the object, it has a disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Nice. And you can hold it as concentration for up to one minute. Mm -hmm. So every turn, it's just going to take more damage. You use the bonus action to cause more damage if you want to. You're amazing. Now, your invisibility will disappear. It already right. has, probably. Well, this is the first spell you've cast, so your invisibility disappears. Now you're concentrating on Welcome this. Welcome back. Oh, Sticks. Mabel, you're here. <laughs> There's Mabel, and suddenly Goldie is like radiant heat. He's like, we're getting hot. I feel some heat coming off this gold boy. Uh, all right. Is that the end of your turn? Um, I've still got the lion. Oh, yeah. To command. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And also. <laughs> I'm going to send my lion after one of the stone golems. Okay. Okay. The the lion will jump at, do you want the one with the little guys or the suit of armor? I'll go after the one with the suit of armor then. Okay. All right. Uh, let's have the lion roll, and we'll we'll have him go for his pounce again since he's far enough away. Well, that's better. That is a dirty twenty to hit. Nice. Bite was a, that bite or claw? Um, bite. Yeah. It's a very interesting fight. It's a ridiculous fight. It's ridiculous. You got two druids with you. <laughs> Five damage with the bite, and then he's gonna make a save. There, that's a two. So. Plus his save, not going to be enough. He fails, so he actually knocks it over, and it just smacks the ground. It's going to have disadvantage on its next turn, getting up and trying to do its thing. So there you go. Your line knocks one of those big stone dudes over. Nice. Uh, the, the stone dude on the left, the one with the little guys, is going to try and attack uh, one of the little guys. going to try and hit that same clay pot. That is a hit. Oh, yeah. It, it breaks the clay pot. For one base. And then he's going to attack the bear. Sad. What's the bear's armor class? Do you know? Uh, let me look real quick. It's like an 11. I'm 11, here. yep. That's a that's a hit. He rolled an 11 on the die. So he's going to swing at you here. Okay, 8 plus 4, 12 damage on the bear. Okay. The other one's going to go. And it is going to attack one of the suits of armor. That is a hit. One of the suits of armor takes 14 damage. The same one that got hit last time. He's going to attack the lion. It's also a hit. Be nice to and the that kitty. Is, woo, that's a big hit. That is 12, 16 damage on the lion. So the lion is down to 10 hit points. And that's the end of the stone guy's turns. We are back to Saul. Saul, your gold boy is not looking great. He's looking kind of saggy. <laughs> I'm really hoping that my fiery sword will kill him now. Let's do it. Let's get those coins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. What do you do? It's a natural one. No. That is a natural one. You stab him with your sword, and parts of him are hot enough that they are turning slightly molten. Parts of them are not. So your sword actually sinks into his gold, and then it like gets stuck in a hard part of the gold, and wow. the sword is lodged inside of his chest and will not come out. You have to let go of it. Oh, I use my my dagger of Venraya to try to cut it out. You can't. You can't do that. No bonus it's action. That nat one's going to end your turn. No. No, no bonus action, but then that one. You hear Saul uh, whimper. 
<laughs> yep, Saul's whimpering. He has got a hold of his gold sword trying to yank it out, and it's stuck. And now it's the guy's turn. Now, lucky for you, he's heated metal. And since he is heated metal, he has disadvantage on his attack rolls. He's going to make two of them against you. First one is an 18. Still hits. Second one is a 12. The 12 misses, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a 15. Here comes a hit. You ready for it? Nope. He's going to give it to you. Woo! 22 damage. Ooh. That's how much life I have left. Now, after the hit. Are you lying? No, I, I, you just dropped me down to 22 from 44. Oh, that's how much he has left. He has 22. Oh, okay. Now you're at 22. I was like, holy cow. Uh, that hurt real bad. That hurt. Saul's face Missed. is bleeding. Your boy just got slashed hard with a big old axe. What you do? I'm mad. Everybody else is coming in this fight. is just like, yeah, watch me just dump damage, summon creatures. Like, it's all over here, like, getting pummeled. So I'm going to try to use lightning bolt again. Don't let me die. But also, I mean, I, I want to get him. Ah, this is tough. What's tough? Because I want to attack with my little guys. But also, Saul needs to be uh, healed some. These are the dilemmas I have. But it's so it's like hit and then kill them. Just kill them. Because you have to use Go for a killing them. bonus action. You just hear Saul <laughs> saying, kill this thing. If I'll you use... issue, listen to this. If you issue no commands, the creatures defend itself against hostile creatures. So they could still attack. Without me tell, like using yeah. my. Like now that they're being attacked by it, they would attack it to defend themselves. Okay, so I can use my bonus action to give him some heals. Yeah. Well, no, because, no, because you can't I have use two to use spells. You can't use two spells. Do I have a potion? Can I throw him a potion with my bonus action? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. You could give him a potion. I think I have one. You do. You have one potion hand. of greater healing. Okay. No, you have so, two of them. Bonus action, I'm going to throw you a potion. Um, It's actually one of those little. I'm gonna gushers. Give, oh, hey, take some gushers. You remember these? <laughs> take a gusher. Yay, gummies. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Go ahead and attack with your lightning <laughs> bolt spell. He is gonna roll. Lightning. Yeah, he rolls. Let's see what happens. Doesn't he get advantage? Um, he's actually gonna that. roll with disadvantage, so it's even because uh, he, he rolls a five minus one, so he fails. Nice. Is that a level four? That's a level four again. All right, you want me to press this button? Same thing. Same thing. 30 That's weird. One 31 damage. Dang. You blast lightning into this thing's Tell chest. evaporates. Its non-axe-wielding arm falls off. It blows its golden oh, arm off. Like molten gold like splatters onto the floor around it. Nice. And Garrick, it's your turn. All right. He's going to go back in for another bite and claw attack. Bear it up. Uh. 13 plus, what do we say? That's yeah, plus six on the attack? Yes. Yeah. That's a hit. That's 19. That is a hit. Nice. Uh, five. Okay. So, five plus, plus four. All so, right. that's nine total. Nine damage. damage. You want to go in for another one? Uh, yeah, the claw attack then. Uh, so, that's 17 total. That's a hit. Grab will fly off this thing. Yeah, just chunking the it. Total of 11 coming on. Oh, wow. He has 11 hit points. Nice. So you literally claw it, and how do you kill this stone thing? Yeah. I believe after the bite, the bear's going to kind of rear back and just paw straight across the head. Oh, Knock it clean off. Knocks the head clean off. And and while you were doing that, all the little things around were just pecking at it, like while you're clawing it and biting it. 
and when the head comes off, the thing just crumbles into gravel. Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Mabel, you can use a bonus action to just cause more heat damage to the gold guy. Yeah, I'm going to do that to start with. Okay, so it's 3d8s, right? That's 13. Oh, boy. Oh, he's dripping. (laughs) He is dripping. Finish him. I'm going to use my sling. Okay. And um, just attack with a rock that I pull out of my brown bag at my hip. Okay. Which one? Goldie? Yeah. Okay, roll it. That's 28. Uh, <laughs> no. That's a hit. Yeah. That is a hit. Yes. I think, I think that's it. probably a hit. Okay. 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 I dare you to do less than it takes to kill him. I dare you. Okay, so I rolled a three plus five. Okay. Eight. So it's eight damage. So he is, he is made of gold, and so with regular damage, he takes half of it. Okay. So that would be four hit points, but he only has three. so your rock uh, how does your rock kill gold man it flies up and hits it right between the eyes goliath style goes right through that's exactly right just right through his head and then he just hits the ground and when he does he just settles into a puddle of gold amazing and at that moment you hear a yell and on the far side the stone wall slides up and Marie is standing on the other side, and she says, What are you all doing? We have to go. Follow me quickly. Come on. And she turns and takes off running. Miss is going to yell at all her things. Let's go, my children. Are they coming with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want them to at least come up to the door. Okay, they come up to the door, and then you realize they are very slow. I want the shark tooth to come with me. One of them. Well, you can grab them. Just grab them as you run by. Okay, I'll grab the okay. shark teeth. Grab the shark teeth. And throw them on your my bag. shoulder. You all run out. It's, it's dark. I get my sword and run after her. It's, it's dark. Uh, does Garrick stay as a bear? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think for right now he's going to, and I think he'll stay in the back of the group. Okay, what about the lion? What happens to the lion? Mabel jumps on the lion's back <laughs> and <laughs> yes. grabs the gnome, jaws it. I'm sure no one's going to notice. <laughs> yeah, so me and I'm going to grab jaws it, and then we're both going to jump on the lion's back. Yeah. Jaws it's like, that was impressive. You guys are really good back there. Sounds like my wife had the right idea. This is great. They were. You guys take off. You are riding somewhat through. There are people looking at you, but you're in a hurry, running and riding, going as fast as you can. You get to the main gate of, and by the way, the guards that were outside are all asleep. Um, Marie's taking care of them. Yeah. But as you guys get to like, you're approaching the gate, you're running through this big, in this area, there's there's lots of trees and lots of greenery in this big courtyard. You guys kind of get apart and Marie stops and she's like, all right, we need to do away with the animals now. We have to blend in. All right. We need to, we should probably, I don't know where these came from. Garrick will go back to his normal self. Oh, it's Garrick. Excellent. All right. And uh, the lion? I'm not sure what I can do. I don't know if I can just make it vanish. Good question. Let's find out. Go, Back to tricks. Go into the wild. Live free. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to smack his hindquarters and let it run off wherever it wants to go. <laughs> just chill. Don't eat anybody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Lon's just going to hang out in the woods for a while. A shark tooth jumps on cool. its back, and they run into the wild, just living. I'm assuming the rat's just, like, in your pocket somewhere. Living their best life. Yeah, the rat's still with so me. So you all take off. You, you you try to blend in with the crowd, look normal, look totally normal. Go down the streets. You make your way all the way back out to the outer ring, and you come to uh, the the old wooden hut. Come back to the shop of Halia Lockhart. You come to the door, and the door comes bursting open, and she steps out looking very nervously towards you all. Uh... Uh, I see that you made it back. Just it. 
And she runs up and she like throws her arms around Joss's neck and he's like, hey, honey, uh, good call sending these friends. I think they might have a bone to pick with you, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to owe us a little bit of, of something else on top of that because um, we got arrested. Pretty sure you set us up. She's got big tears in her eyes. Okay, don't cry about it. I'm, I'm right here. It's fine. I'm, I'm sorry that I, I wasn't gonna, honest with you. I'm going to hug her. It's just it's been okay. so hard. My husband. Mama knows, child. I was without him for so long. I don't understand why we're not cutting our ears off. We lost a daughter many years back. See, they um, have a bad story, too. I I thought I was going to lose him again. I'll make it up to you, I promise. Yeah, you will. Uh, I think Mabel has the uh, water. Oh, do you? You have the water? Yes, I do. She takes the water. I'll get started on this right away. Do you have anything you'd like me to imbue an amulet or something like that? Missy's going to get out the, uh, little bear. the little bear and look at um, Garrick. Is it okay if I use this? Aye, that's fine. So I hand her the bear totem. Okay, she takes the totem, she steps inside, she steps inside and she's messing with it. Jocelyn goes, Jocelyn goes in with her. And you're all standing outside. So, are you a bear or a dwarf? I'm a dwarf. Well, that was something. Sorry, that was a more uh, interesting night than I normally have. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never uh, made inanimate objects move before. That's pretty cool. You definitely uh, held your own out there, both of you, Garrick and Mabel. And Mabel, that you were ingenious. The the rat attacking the guy. The rat, the awesome. lion, the heat metal. I, uh, just a day in the life. <laughs> 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 I wish I could have seen it with my own eyes. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so, we got holy water from Fallen Grove, right? You did. That seems like an awful lot of trouble we went through for something I had in my pack the whole time. <laughs> 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 what? Are you being serious? Or are you in holy water? Yeah, I have holy water in my pack. <laughs> oh my gosh, you've got holy water in your pack. Man, that really would have thrown this adventure Miss into a mess. <laughs> this is just gonna... <laughs> Just go up and... Tell me you say that. Put her hand on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely said that to Miss. Yeah. It's right here She's in gonna... her back. <laughs> Holy water. She's going to put her hand on Mabel's shoulder, and, you know, it still was a good night. It was. Yeah, I'm glad I came to town. I've had worse ones, that's for sure. We got to save Josset, so honestly, it was worth it. A couple moments later, Halia steps back outside with you all. Uh, I've uh, I've cast the regenerate spell into this totem. If you find your friend with the green skin and the missing thumbs, then you should be able to restore them for him. Thank you. Again, I'm really sorry, but I, I greatly do appreciate all that you did for him. Don't worry about it. Just um, if you try ever to... need anything else, just just don't hesitate to come by and ask. I'll be glad to perform any spells or supply you with anything you might need from the shop. Or honestly, I'll probably be in town for a while. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely. Come and see you guys if I need any help. You might want to find a way to get rid of that tattoo that's on their arms. Oh, it's gone. Okay. When it burned, oh, it burned it up. Burned like up. smoked oh, okay. away. Yeah, that's what it was. I it was a it was ward something. to set off those final guards and uh, it did the thing. So it's gone now. Awesome. As you all are standing there, and it is now late, uh, well after midnight, a figure, uh, two figures actually, step out from beside the wooden hut. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, these two came looking for you earlier. I told them to hang around and maybe you'd be back. Um, uh, they said they needed to talk to you two, and she says to Saul and Misk. And it is Doric. And is it Janine? Janine, yes. And Doric steps up. Uh, 
I'm afraid I haven't been exactly honest with you. I knew it. I don't know who you are, but I knew it. I knew you wasn't. I knew it. Anyways. And he... uh, He's, he, he holds up his arm, and he's got like this uh, like sleeve. He pulls back his sleeve, and he's got this bracelet thing on his wrist. And it's like a gold bracelet thing. And he unlatches uh-huh. it, takes it off. And when he does, he is a green-skinned halfling with no thumbs. Oh, what? <laughs> oh my God. With no thumbs? Janine, she steps up. And Saul, now that she is close enough that you can see her, she's wearing like these glasses. She takes them off, and she kind of brushes her hair back. And she speaks to you, and it is... Jill. Oh my gosh, Jelly. <gasps> jelly! 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 What in the Wait, nine hells? Miles? Jelly? Miles, is is that really you? Let me see your hands. <laughs> gosh. I left my hands. <laughs> <laughs> they are thumbless. Thumbless hands. She's just going to run up and hug him. Saul's doing the same thing to Jelly. He wraps his thumbless hands around her. Except for halfway there, he says, I don't need to see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Saul. You're alive! I am, and so are you. Uh, what are you doing here? So you like my disguise? No, it's the worst disguise I've ever seen. You should have went with simple, like blonde hair. <laughs> look, look, miss, not everyone uh, disguises self just like you do. Marie is, uh, steps up there, puts her hand on your shoulder, Saul. Uh, so this is Jill. Uh, yes, this is, this is uh, Jelly. Um, Jill, this is... Uh, this is my conscious, uh, Jill. Yes. This is Elu Marie Jin. Nice to meet you. It is a pleasure to meet you as well, Jill. And uh, and I'm Misk. You must be Miles. And Marie reaches a hand towards you. Oh yeah, this is Miles, like my sidekick. I hesitantly reach my hand out and shake hers. I've heard good things about your prowess. Where are your thumbs? <laughs> I lost them to a very bad man. Oh, we've uh, we've heard a bit about that, but um, don't worry. Here you are. Saul lots of cigar and says, "No worries, you can still smoke." Oh, <laughs> I see you're still smoking, Saul. What? Should should I should I oh. not? It's like nothing's changed. <laughs> I know, Jilly. I know nothing's changed. Saul's glancing back and forth between Jill and Mari, like, why shouldn't I smoke? Mari just pats you patronizingly on the shoulder. Wait, should if you were in disguise, should you be out here in the open just not disguised? Like, do we need to hide? That's a good point. Honestly, we could find a place to go off and talk. That's a good idea. A place worthy of a prince. Well, we just saved that woman's husband, so uh, she might let us back in there. I don't know. Actually, she's making something for me. Let's just go back in the shop, and we'll wait until my... Well, I had something made for you. Sounds like a plan. But it's a secret. I can't tell you yet. Okay, let's go. This is awkward. So the four of you turning, and, and, well, the five of you, you see Mabel and Gorick just kind of hang back and slip back into the crowd, sort of what, leaving you to yourselves as you obviously have some personal stuff going on. And the five of you go inside Halia's shop again, and uh, Halia and Josset are not anywhere to be seen. They're not in the main room at the time. You can hear some noises in the back of incantations and things like that. She's obviously back there working on the trinket, that you purchased, imbuing it with the spell that you wanted, Misk. Uh, but the four of you are now, or the five of you, with Marie, I guess, are now inside the shop to get a little more privacy. So how does Jelly end up with my friend, Miles? Well, I was kind of kidnapped by the Shiv. I saw Miles on the street, and I just, <sighs> I tried to help him, and the Shiv did not like that. Yeah, he's pretty much the worst, and uh, I hate him. I think that's the first time I've said that out loud. I, I can't believe that he would 
actually cut your thumbs off. He truly is evil. We can probably grow those back for you. Just don't let them get cut off again, okay? <laughs> Life without thumbs has been difficult. However, this uh, these spells in this guy's self can only help for some time. That's one thing I wanted to talk about with you, Misk, was that it was about a week ago that as I go throughout my daily incantations to try and remove the effects of the, the, the painstaking sound in my ears, that I woke up one morning and put on disguise self and I did the enchantment to make sure I couldn't be located. And it seemed like that before I could even, I could even dispel the magic, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Are you saying that you don't hear the ringing anymore? I'm saying that as I went longer and longer, I got up, I went around, I didn't feel it. Like it's, it's, it was one of those, it's always there, like a ringing in the back of your head, even with the magic, it was always there. But as I woke up that morning, it's like it was all gone. I didn't have to do anything. Oh. Little things I did here and there, even curse his name in the mirror, just how angry I was at him for not having my thumbs. None of that sparked any tingle of pain. It was great. I actually uh, encountered the Shiv a while, but actually we had him. Well, we kept him in a jail cell, and I uh, asked him a lot of questions about you, and he never would tell me, and it, you know, it was really annoying. Um, but he got away. Should have filleted him when you could have. We tried. Well, kind of tried. I- Wait, uh, just uh, not to get in the way, but you're saying that the effects of your blood contract just completely disappeared? It's surprising to me, too. He must either be deceased or somehow relinquished the bond between myself and the contract. I'm not all that studied on blood contracts topside, but... There's a lot of them up here. You better look out. Every corner, around every corner, there's another blood contract. Just in y'all's lives, okay? (laughs) I know, but it's the worst. (laughs) That's our only reference for the world, so... But I don't believe that his death would have released you in any way. I don't believe so either just based upon the, 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 the rules of these contracts, but something must have happened. But why would he release you? That That's seems like thing. a valid question. Is that when you look at the probability between either his death or him relinquishing the control of that contract, it just seems to me like it would be more likely that he were to die than to ever, ever give me any type of release, any type of relief from the pain I've suffered for months. Even the, the pain... In the back of my head as I go to bed at night. And even the pain after I try to use this magic. It just, it just, it, it's peaceful now. It really has left us questioning what's happening. I mean, Miles, seeing him go through all that pain, it was just awful. Okay, so. I really don't think he's dead. I don't think he's dead either because. But Mercy is not his M.O. either. I saw him get away. Well, you know what they say, don't look a gift nightmare in the mouth. Very true. Okay, so you haven't seen him for a really long time, right? I haven't seen him since we escaped, Jill and I. And you just came to Barlin's Pass, or were you here when you escaped? No, we thought that this would be the safest place. I mean, I had experience with Bill being here in his military time, so I thought it would be the safest place. Well, I've honestly never heard of this place in my life, so until someone said that they saw Miles here or thought that he might be here. Oh! Uh, I, uh, I saw, I saw your brother, Bill. You saw my brother? Yeah, in Fallen Grove. He, uh, 
Yeah, he's pretty rough. He's got one eye, and uh, when's the last time you seen him? I haven't seen him since I got taken. Was, was Phil there with him? Saul starts putting out his cigar. Uh, um, I, he, like, just, like, grabs her and pulls her really close, and he's like, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I, uh, he's not, he's not, he's not with us anymore. Um. Oh. I mean, I assume they'd both be dead, but when you mentioned Bill, I just hoped that they'd both survived. But here you are, and here's Miles, and that's that means a lot to me and Saul. So it does does mean a lot to me. I I thought you were gone. <laughs> honestly, I thought everyone had died from that battle. Well, wow. it's honestly shocker to see that you guys stroll up or roll up to our cart the two of you just escaped here to to this well i mean it is a heavily fortified city but you've just been hiding here i guess from the shiv as you can see this 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 little town here is probably one of the most heavily guarded places right very as, military as we sought a, a place of refuge a place to hide you know we sought a place that could not be so easily overtaken but also a place to where that given our skills and our history, we could blend in with the people and just live a little, a quaint life with the village people here in the city. Who has time for that? Yeah, I've been to Brightport. Miles, I'm looking to build an army and you would make an excellent addition. My fighting days are over, Saul. Miles, I don't think they are. (laughs) I'm pretty sure everyone's fighting days are about to begin. We just got bad news, so... What kind of bad news, Misk? World-ending sort of news, things like that. And more personal news. Uh, Our mother's here, and she's uh, not good. Your mother? Yeah, I... You never mentioned even having a mother. I know everyone has one, but like... Even tieflings. Right. And back when we met, I just didn't remember. I've learned a lot since uh, we actually split up, and I... I'm really sorry. Uh, I can't believe I put that blood contract on you and everything you went through. And It wasn't you that put the blood contract on me. I willingly took that contract from you, knowing the pain, knowing the cause. And the cause was this, this mortal realm we live in here. I knew you would go on to do great things. Now, the price was great, but the cause was greater. And listen, Miss... I know that a lot has happened to you guys, and I'm sure because a lot has happened to me and Miles since we lost all each other, but our fighting is over. I have fought my whole life, basically, with my brothers and then this whole trip with Saul, and I just need to settle down. I mean, I finally am at peace. I just, I enjoy it here, and I just don't think that we we should go back into fighting. You might can handle waiting for a while, but the Unchained are coming, and they will come here eventually as well. Miss just kind of looks over at Miles and kind of looks down, and she's just really thinking. She looks up at Miles. Listen, Miles, Jill, I told someone one day that we would build a fence and we'd have a good time and you know have a cabin and that was promises we made and 
haven't seen that friend in a long time. But we made promises to each other, and we always tried to find peace and never could. And it's nice to talk to someone who actually has found peace, and she's going to grab Miles' hand and Jill's. Me and Saul still have to fight. I think that's pretty obvious. We've got a personal connection to this big fight, but you two stay here and live life to the fullest and you build that fence for me, Miles. I wish you both nothing but peace. Saul is right. It's possible that if the Unchained is not stopped, then peace will not exist for anyone, but... Keep an ear out for our sendings. I'm sure we will call you when we're needed. When you are needed. (laughs) If it comes to your doorstep, I know that you will do what you must. But there is nothing wrong with taking the life that has been given to you and trying to make the best out of it. It seems that the two of you found one another the way that Saul and I have found each other. And she, like, grabs Saul's hand and then looks at you two guys and gives you a wink. But... I did come here to find you, Miles, and we did. And Well, as you're saying that, the the door opens behind you, and you see Josset step out, and he kind of, like, looks at you all a little bit sheepishly and then walks over and hands you the little totem that you'd purchased. Yes, just in time. Uh, We're closed. Nice to meet you all. And he turns around and goes back. (laughs) We'll be out in a minute. You're fine, you're fine. He's a little skittish. He's been in jail. We broke him out. Anyways, um, I actually had this made for you. It's a wooden carved bear that I bought from Quark. I actually had this made up for you, and here, it should help with building that fence. She hands you the bear totem, and, and you immediately recognize it. It's a, it, it is infused with a spell, and there is a an incantation carved on it. Can I read the incantation? You can. It literally just says regenerate, but in, in an elvish, in an elven script. Wow, Misk. Um, this this is something else. This is the least I could do. <laughs> you don't realize I haven't been able to do anything even close to this while I've been away because all of my daily magic has been put to pushing away the pain and keeping us hidden keeping our disguises up. Like, like I, I couldn't have dreamed of getting our hands on anything like this. Well, use it. How do you make it work? Come on. You just say the incantation. So I read off the incantation on this totem. As I do, the words on the side of it glow green, and you start to see as, as tissue starts to form, you see my thumbs just grow back from the spots where they once were. Yeah! Got your thumbs back, boy. Your thumbs. Oh, my. Do you want to have a thumb war? <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting so, been waiting so long, long for I can this do, day. He crosses his arms. I can do two at once. Let's Wait go. a minute. So I can cut them off and put them on my belt and he can grow them back? <laughs> no, that's not how it works, Saul. Contain yourself. Saul, remember. Oh, sorry, sorry, Jill. Sorry, Jilly. We're good guys now. That's right. That's right. I've well, been trying to tell him. He's a lot of work. Good luck with him. Miss is going to put out her hand toward Miles. He shakes her hand, and he says, Miss, I also have something for you. I have my thumbs. I know, 
And as he says that, he, he starts to pull. There's a sling that's been around his neck. And he pulls around a loot made of pure mahogany. Really? You got this for me? Yeah. This is, this is a gift with a meaning. Our story started when I saw you play your lute and sing in that arena. And that's when I first started to, uh, to be amazed by you. And after we spent so much time together and after the, after the contract was passed on to myself and you went off and you've done all the great things that you've done, I want you to have this as a last token of my appreciation. Not that I no longer appreciate you and what you've done for me, what you've done for our world as we know it, but as a farewell. I'm moving on, and you see Jill here. We've started something here in Barlin's Pass, and I really want to see where it goes. Well, thank you so much, Miles, and she's going to hug him real quick and grab the loot and just... I didn't know we were supposed to bring presents. I know, Saul. You're always supposed to bring presents. I'd cut off the ears of our last enemy, but Miles told me I couldn't keep them. (laughs) (laughs) What a whip. Miss will hug Jill. All right, well, I got a new loot. Miles got thumbs and a girlfriend, and I've got Saul and Marie. (sighs) Let's go save the world, Saul. Saul awkwardly hands them each a cigar. Unlit ones. Thank you, sir. Is this from the, uh, where are these from? He smiles at you wickedly and winks. <laughs> I'll save this for the next time I see you, Saul. And I'll go ahead and hug him. He hugs her back. Goodbye, Saul. Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. See you later. That's how we're going to have to end this episode. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, oh, I love it. Let's do it again so I can <laughs> yeah, get reanimated. Hurt yourself. <sighs> um, I, that's the end of this special champions uh, session. So we found Miles and we found Jelly and we lived. We lived. And we made a friend. And we have a way to grow thumbs. <laughs> and she had it. She had it in her pack the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> she had it in her pack. Big thanks to Dave and Michelle for playing with us. Yes, it was Thank awesome. you. Thank you very much. Yes. It's been fun. It's a lot of fun. We had a blast. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, I know it's pretty zany. It was good. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> uh, it was great. We got arrested together, so yeah, like, you got arrested together. You know, it's not often you get to spend the night in jail with someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for all of you guys out there listening to us, thank you for taking time to listen. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. We look forward to seeing you again next time. We Goodbye. love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Goodbye. Hello, Hello everyone. everyone. <laughs> don't make me step. <laughs> twigs. Yeah, sticks, legs, sticks, twigs. I don't know what I said. I said something weird. You said legs. all a bunch of words together. <laughs> sticks, legs. Do, 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 do. Last time, Go. our. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you I, gotta wait for the cue. You know, you can come in on yeah, that second. I already did. Oh, okay. Can I go? Yeah, you can go. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's fine. What are you doing? What? No, that was that was Scottish. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And it's like a gold bracelet thing. And he unlatches it, takes it off. And when he does, he is a green-skinned halfling. 
with no thumbs. Oh, what? With no thumbs? Huh, there's two of them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's why his name was Dork. Yeah, that's why his name was Dork. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's nice. This is, this is uh, <laughs> Jelly, uh, Jill, this is, uh, this is my conscious. Uh, Jill, where are your thumbs? I lost them to a very bad man. Oh. Are you crying already? Miles is already crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had something made for you. Okay, let's go. This is awkward. It's a glove with thumbs. Mogert made him one. <laughs> Misk, I believe your memory fails you. It wasn't you oh my that God. puts blood crack. Blood crack. Blood, blood crack. <laughs> blood crack. You didn't put the blood crack on yourself. I put the butt crack on you. 